You're probably wondering what this picture of St. Thomas More is doing up here. Um, and I thought I'd put it out um, sort of a, as a little reminder for a number of reasons. Thomas More, um, along with Thomas Beckett, were two saints whom I chose as my uh, patron for confirmation. And I did so because I felt even at that young age that they were two men who feared nothing. They did not fear losing their life at the hands of a king, and both of them did, who was very, uh, in both cases, uh, you know, all about themselves and, uh, and uh, all about getting for themselves everything they could, even if it meant destroying the church. And uh, Beckett and Thomas More both lost their lives as a result of that. And I have, throughout my life, felt the presence of this saint. Um, it seems like he, you know, he's always there with me. A few years ago, John Paul II named Thomas More as the patron of politicians and also the patron of religious freedom. And uh, we find ourselves on this Sunday before Election Day in a particularly uh, difficult time. And there are two, or a number of ways, I should say, to lose freedom. We can abuse it, abuse it. We can fail to exercise it. We can be apathetic and uh, allow it to be taken away from us. The 11th day of the 11th month was a great day chosen as an armistice day that ended what was called at that time the Great War. We know it as World War I in 1918. And we're going to celebrate November the 11th next Sunday, as, uh, even though it is a, a Sunday in ordinary time falling on the 11th. Uh, it is a special day for us to remember our veterans. But before that day, of course, we have Election Day on Tuesday, what some might call the great American day of scandal. You know, it's amazing how few Americans will exercise their rights and what our bishops call an obligation to vote. And then on Sunday, they will commemorate the many who laid their lives on the line even sacrificing their lives to give us that right. That right to make a choice, that right to have religious freedom, and so many other rights. Our reading, in fact all of our readings today, speak of making choices. In our society, just as were Henry II and Henry VIII, is very person-centered. And everything is judged on how it will affect me. And this obviously means that we will avoid choosing things that make us suffer. And we, we've all been skilled well, or schooled well, I should say, in the, the attitude of looking out for number one. And our scriptures today point out how radically different from this, our Christian lifestyle is. Instead, the Christian lifestyle chooses an attitude that in all things, 
in all things, God comes first. And if choosing God means that I might have to suffer, then so be it. Our whole identity and all of our actions must always be in the context of putting God first. And that's very difficult when we're told to look out for number one. And so we might examine what we plan to do on election day. Will we vote or will we not? The bishops, our bishops, have told us that voting is a moral obligation. And not to vote is to waste the blood of soldiers and civilians who gave us that right to vote. Much is at stake on Tuesday. Perhaps, you know, so much more than since the time of the Civil War. Our religious freedom is at stake. And we have to look to people such as Thomas More and Thomas Beckett and so many others who were willing to lay down their life in order to show that the only person they served was God. Not the king, not anything other than God. And more importantly, to vote is an act of charity toward our neighbor, to express our concern for the well-being of others, born, unborn. But far more of us will fail to vote than choose to. And we will have our excuses. I don't like any of the candidates. My vote won't make a difference. It's too much trouble. No matter the excuse, it will be a person-centered, self-centered excuse. In three weeks, we will celebrate the Feast of Christ the King, and we will celebrate that day. We will celebrate that day when this world passes away in favor of the kingdom of God. And our God-centered task is to hasten that day. The command given us is to live life with God in mind. Jesus rejected no one. Jesus acted upon God's law regardless of the personal consequences. And we must do the same. It wasn't easy for Jesus, and it will not be easy for us. Living the law of love, of which we are reminded today, is the hardest thing that God has asked us to do. It involves changing and controlling our attitudes and our behaviors. You know, it means that, that I must step aside in favor of God. Not to vote is to waste the blood of those who fought for our freedom. And not to love God above all things is to waste the blood of Jesus Christ. 